I shake my good self for you. The strangers in the night. Now you got us harpies in the night. It's not harpies in the night. It's some whatever. It's now you got us harpies in the night. Good evening and welcome to tonight's broadcast. Let's start it off the right way. The only way, the way that we really need to do it. This one's for Rue Morgue. Jeff is going to talk about the misfits right now. He's a nerd about this stuff, obsessed anyhow. Jeff never shuts his face, always needs to talk. Might be shown somewhere if he went out for a walk. Do you think Dancy cares? He doesn't care. He's not into ranch. Doo Hey, okay, we're here. We're here. All right. All right. Let's. I want you to hear me out now. I want you to hear me out. I think this could be, this is a great idea. This is a really great. Idea. It's not an original idea, but it's an idea nonetheless. Okay. Um, you know, they recently have finally opened the doors to the punk rock museum out in Las Vegas. That was something that was put together by, uh, Fat Mike from No Effects and a couple other two tree people and and you know there's this there's this Instagram account uh, something artifacts it's really cool and like covers all sorts of punk rock lore and whatnot and every once in a while they share some you know rare misfits stuff too and you know whatever yakety schmackety X Y Z one two three I just realized oh my god I'm about to do something really risky right now ready. Hopefully this doesn't mess up the broadcast. We're going to find out. Are we still here? Are we still there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Just tell me. Can you hear me? Did I mess up the broadcast? I don't think I did. I think we're still here. I think we're still here. Uh, this artifact YouTube channel. Hold on, I'm going to check right now. We'll, we'll find out in one second if we're still here. I think we're still here. I think we're still Live and in the flu. Ah, hey, 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 quiet, quiet now, quiet, quiet. We don't want none of that business. We just want to make sure we're still alive, still here. Okay, I got a confirmation. I don't need to check anymore. Um, so, uh, artifact, this artifacts page, they were like collecting memorabilia. Fat Mike, he's brokering deals. I don't know who else is involved with the with the punk rock museum but they have like tours they're doing tours right it'd be pretty cool you know you go there and there's like there's mike roach from from tsol uh, i think fat mike is giving tours uh uh chick from l7 it's pretty neat it's pretty neat and it had me thinking in my head why on earth isn't there a themed museum in Lodi, New Jersey. Here is why. This is such a good idea. Why it would work. Hear me out. 
hear me out. We already talked about a while back right on the show. I mean, this was years back. We were riffing and it was like one thing led to another. And was like, I suddenly realized like, why isn't there a statue of the misfits in Lodi? Right. It would just be, it would be so perfect. And you know, of course you couldn't have, I guess you couldn't have a statue of Glenn, Jerry and Doyle because there's so many members. So you just have to have like a statue of the crimson ghost and it would just, you know, a, a bronze statue would work so well. And eventually uh, on a recent trip to Lodi, uh, I sort of erected a statue of a, a, a symbolic statue, a miniature statue using the house of Wolfman themed figures. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was just a, just like, you know, a fun, it was a fun goof, but then, you know, thinking about the punk rock museum and thinking about that Lodi statue takes it one step further. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, you have things like Graceland. You have Paisley Park as Prince. Paisley Park is Prince. Graceland is obviously Elvis the King. You have these spots. You had Neverland before it was a disgrace. Michael Jackson. You have these homes. You have Dollywood, right, for Dolly Parton. You have these very famous homes and towns that belong to musicians that are these incredible tourist attractions that bring in such, you know, you know, they bring, they, they boost the economy, man. And, you know, you also have museums, you have the rock and roll hall of fame museum. You have the punk rock museum now. And um, you even have like landmarks, like the way people go to like visit uh, John Varvatos' store, which used to be CBGB's. And you can go in there and you could still see the walls. He's kept them intact. Probably the one, the, the, the only cool thing about that store is that he, he left the history intact so that people could come and visit it because it has historical significance. And the thing about the misfits is there's so much like imagery and mythology and, you know, people are such big collectors. Fans are such fiends are such big collectors of, all things misfits, Sam Hain and Danzig, that you absolutely could have a niche market museum for all things misfits, Sam Hain and Danzig. It wouldn't just be the misfits, but it would probably be called the Misfit Museum. They even have in for if you're a fan of George Romero, uh, there's the Living Dead Museum out in uh, I don't know if it's in Pittsburgh or it's right outside of Pittsburgh. It used to be over by Willard which is where um, where they actually shot Night of Living Dead, which is outside of Pittsburgh. No, it's not Willard. What is it? Is it Willard? I'm trying to remember the name of the, the the town, the tiny little dot outside of Pittsburgh, where that set. That's where the cemetery is. And we visited that cemetery. I visited that cemetery, but I live streamed from it. In any case, I'm picturing in my head a museum that is just like completely devoted to all of this stuff and like i'm thinking i'm already designing like the different sections in my head and it would it just would totally friggin work man it would totally work and you know you could have you could have like people like coming in and doing like guest spots and whatnot you could have um i don't know you could have I'm sure like you could have like Steve Zing drop in for like a Q&A or Franche Coma. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, I like this idea. A museum creepy fun house. It would be kind of, yeah, something like that. But here's the thing. You would have one area that is totally devoted to all the records, right? You'd have a media room where you could actually listen and watch the old bootleg shows. They'd properly license them or whatnot. You'd have all the different costumes from all the different periods. And like, you know, there's Jerry. You see the evolution of Jerry's bases. You have the timeline. You have a timeline with all the different uh, lineups. And, you know, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, could you, like, how would that work out? Like between a guy like Glenn and a guy like Jerry, who would probably argue over the, the, the history of who belongs where, you know, um, it would it would be it would be there'd probably be a lot of politics that would get involved. But like, you know, again, and then here's the other thing, too. It's like, you know, you have pizza from Lodi Pizza. It's just 
Lodi, the thing, the reason why this would work, the reason why you could totally have a fiend museum in Lodi, New Jersey is because Lodi, New Jersey itself is a character in the story of the misfits. I, I can't explain why, but people without there being a museum, people make pilgrimages to Lodi all the time. People want to go to the town. People want to go to that place to feel. And when I say people, I mean the fans, the fans, the fiends, the fans, the people that love this band and its history they people will travel from all over or if they're on tour they will root through that area i mean i've seen i've seen it time and again man in the same way that people like to take pictures with um uh, uh you know in front of glenn danzig's iron gates at his old house where he used to live you know what i mean like it, it there's some it's 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 got some kind of underground cult landmark status and I could totally see it being so beneficial to Lodi uh, in a way where, you know, you just have people coming from, you know, New York. If you're into punk rock, you're, of course, going to, you know, stop off in Lodi. You know what I mean? And you, of course, you could sell. I mean, you could have a gift shop. Jerry could have his gift shop. He could sell everything that he could ever want to sell. You could sell all the records. You know, that's when you start repressing vinyl, right? You just repress all the records. And if anybody wants to go and get some like misfit vinyl or whatever, some vinyl in Lodi, you can go there in Lodi, uh, you know, in store signings. It would just be, it would be really, really cool, man. Uh, yeah, this guy, uh, Sbox Diary says, I make a point to stop by Cardi's when I visit New York from South Texas. Exactly. You know, people literally come to Cardi's just to look at the posters that are taped to the wall, man, to the to the ceiling. It's like it totally works. And it's like, you know, all it would be is just an extension of all of this stuff, of all the stuff that we talk about in these videos of Misfit Central, all that stuff. But you put it into a really unique sort of space where people can and, and make it into a, a destination, you know, because if people are visiting it already. Why not like do something like landmark? And you know, the thing is there's so many like independent sort of places that operate like that. It, it would, it could totally work, man. You know, it's like you go there, get your autograph from Franche Coma, you know, like um, I'm trying to think what else that you would do there. Uh, oh, you would have like, you know, you just have, you'd have all the lineups on the wall. Like you'd see every lineup. It just it would be cool, man. It would be cool. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you bring up Beatles Fest, uh, Floodland. You're bringing up Beatles Fest. I mean, think about uh, think about Liverpool, man. Think about you know, and I'll tell you, they don't really. It's not like that in Forest Hill, Queens, for the Ramones per se, but for some reason, again, because the the town is so synonymous with the Misfits. It, it has its own character. It's its own thing. And it would totally, totally work as a museum. I personally think. And, you know, I don't know what the so the space, like the size of the space would be. I mean, think about all of Jerry's smashed up guitars and instruments. You'd have all like the paper flyers. You have a whole room devoted to just the Fiend Club. You know, you would have uh, displays with like the T-shirts. And here's the other thing. People could actually lend their collections, man. Where Dagger asks, where would it be? I don't know, Dagger. You tell me. You're you are far, you're local there. So what would what do you think? I, I want to hear what you think. Where help me, you know, I'm just imagining this off the top of my head. Where would you put that? Would you put it in like, would you put it in the VFW? I don't know. Like, where would, where would it go? Yeah, you'd have to, there'd have to be a London dungeon. Of course. Of course. I didn't know there was a, there was a Liberace museum. How about that? And of course there'd be like, there'd be like, you know, you'd have like, uh, you know, mannequin, you'd have mannequins wearing like the costumes. Right. And then, like I said, you have, sh uh, Jerry smashed up bases, like, this, uh, this is going to get really nerdy for a second, but if, if anybody watches Lord of the Rings or watch Lord of the Rings, Jerry's bases are like the shards of Narsal. <laughs> That's so fucking nerdy. 
<laughs> you know, you know, uh, you know what the the old sword, the old sword that gets smashed into a billion pieces. They got to make a new one. Um, oh, the misfit. Yeah, what would we call? I think it would just be called the Feed Museum because here's the thing: it wouldn't just be misfits. It would have to be Sam Hain. There'd have to be a Sam Hain section. There'd have to be a Danzig section as well. Dagger says on Main Street, maybe, maybe on Main Street. Um, eerie. I mean, like, and that's like the that's the cool thing. You could have, you know, what would be really rad. It's like every once in a while, somebody flies in, like Erie flies in from where he, wherever he lives, and he does like a a guest tour. <laughs> he does a, a Danzigology lecture. No, he just like flies in and like you know gives like a guided tour or something. Um, uh, oh my God, would there be a grave section? I sure. I, I mean, you can't like, here's the thing. Okay. That's the big question that I actually have too when thinking about this whole ridiculous thing. And I'll, I put it to you guys, all of you would there, how do you incorporate the misfits after 1983? Right? Because on one hand you would want to just keep it to 77 to 83, but there's so much, there's so many members. I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like you can't. I feel like you have to include everything, warts and all. You have to have it all. There has to be a little thing about Christ the Conqueror there too. Um, it, it would be rad. It would be really, really rad. And, uh, you know, I don't know how it would work. I guess, you know, you'd, you'd go, you'd pay, pay your ticket and... You would, I, I feel like you just would have, yeah, our king, I feel like you would have to, of course, oh my God. So the, co I was thinking about that, the comic book section, you'd have like a wall, a big wall, and on it would be every reference to everything on every album cover would be somehow referenced on the thing. This is where this came from. This is where this came from. You'd have, uh, you you and here's the other thing too there'd be like an archive you know you'd talk to glenn and jerry and glenn would never give it up but you talk to glenn and jerry and they would give items to be a part of this archive so that the history is properly protected and then going back to the going back to the collection thing like again i'm just calling out names here not not suggesting that anybody would do this but Maybe like a guy like Umberto. Umberto has an insane collection that's in Scream with me. You get a you get a guy like Umberto, and you get some of the other really big collectors that have really really choice rare pieces. Maybe Devilman. Devilman's got really great stuff. You get all these guys together, and you know uh, uh, have them donate their not donate but like lend. You know the way that they're doing at the Punk Rock Museum right now. You you put your 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 the your collection. You lend your collection for curation in the museum, right? So, you know, it's like, oh, come see it this weekend when this when this is here. And then, of course, like, you know, you'd obviously you could have even like more. You can get more auxiliary with it. Um, and and yeah, man, it would just be it would just be a really, really cool touristy, kitschy uh, sort of destination. And I don't know. I, I think it would be, I think it would be a hoot, a hoot and a riot hoot and any. Um, but you know, there's lots of, I mean, for something like that to happen, there's so, there's so, there's so much red tape to make something like that happen. I mean, look at all the, look at everything that went into the punk rock, museum and then think about how you'd have multiple personalities like butting heads over stuff it would just it would just be it would be tough um before we continue on let's quickly go to our sponsor riotstickers.com the stickiest of the sticky these stickers are printed on vinyl sprayed with the uv coating stickers will last for five years man minimum five years outside they weather the elements really well we love Riot stickers here, man. And guess what? We're doing a special deal with them. You can get three inch by three inch Riot stickers from the link down in the description below. It's the only place that you're going to get this deal. You are not going to find this deal anywhere else. Okay. You click the link. It's riotstickers.com backslash from us. You're going to get a thousand stickers for $79. That's seven cents per sticker. That's an insane deal. You're not going to find that deal anywhere else. And you're not going to find a better deal 
anywhere else. Okay. So let's do the quick less than Jake theme song. That's so infectious that it stays in our head forever. And we will continue on with some of the comments. Box Diary says, I also vi- visited several speed shops where famous cars were built, like the first Shelby Cobra. One idea would be a museum punk store, buy stuff and look at cool artifacts. I mean, you, you know, Jerry would merchandise the hell out of it. There would be also, there would be a gift shop and you could get all sorts of, you know, little trinkets to add to your collections. And that's, that's what you would do. There would be merch that could only be purchased at the, fiend museum meaning you have to make a pilgrimage just to get special limited edition enamel buttons you know just like all sorts of jazz like that it it would totally it would totally totally work um so who would uh our king asks who would the city of lodi would the city of lodi fund the museum perhaps use it to attract tourists i would imagine that they would subsidize either the space or maybe like contribute a little bit. Maybe you would do some private fundraising to make it happen. Um, maybe like some combination of that. Um, Floodland says museums seem to usually happen after key people pass away. That's not always the case, man. I mean, you had like Graceland was around when the king was around, and I feel like I feel like Neverland and paisley park i don't know paisley park isn't really like a touristy sort of place yeah that that, that would be in the uh in the cafeteria would be candy apples and razor blades honestly when i like think about like what the the size and scope of like a museum like this when i'm saying a museum i'm thinking of like a small storefront i'm not it wouldn't be super elaborate maybe the size of like a comic book store that's what i'm thinking in my head you know um mom longoria says should be like the Van Gogh exhibit, uh, the immersive experience. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, you know, you can just like stand the. You can get the the guitar smashing over your head simulator, where you step into a booth and uh, it, you you see what it feels like to get a like a plush guitar going right over your head. <laughs> um. So I used to live right next to the alley in Chicago. Actually, I lived there for a year and actually that's where my leather jacket comes from. One of my, my second leather comes from, um, I don't fit in it anymore. Back when I had a hummingbird metabolism and smoke chain, chain smoke cigarettes. Um, but not anymore. Any case. Yeah. The alley would be like the perfect size. Alley is a kind of a big retail store. Actually, it's a little big. For the town of Lodi, it might be a little too big. I don't know. I, I I imagine a storefront. I imagine some sort of storefront that maybe it used to be like a deli, like an Italian deli, or just some like some place with big bay windows. I don't know. Dagger wants to add bus rides, and of course that they would stop by Danzig. And Jerry and Dole's house. And that's what people do when people come to Lodi. They they pull up. I've done it. I've done it myself. In fact, you can find it on this YouTube channel. Um, I've, you know, people go to uh Danzig's old house and Jerry and Doyle's old house because that's where the Misfits was born. I mean, that's where the Misfits took place. It's like it's just part of the that's part, it's such a in, intrinsic 
part of being the fan of something and like wanting to see where it all happened because it helps you to paint a picture of it in your head. Um, would Danzig's bricks have a section Danzig's bricks bricks would be, it would be a brick building. Of course it would have to be a brick building or it would there be bricks in the gift shop. Could you imagine if Glenn like had enough sort of like humor about the situation to actually auction off the bricks on eBay, he would make thousands of dollars on those bricks. I really think anybody would want to augment their, their collection with a Danzig brick. It just, I know for me, I would want a Danzig brick. It would be absolutely amazing. Uh, remove brick bricks and replace them with Glenn's. Yeah. I mean, you know what it would be one cornerstone. You'd have one cornerstone that is, Danzig bricks. That's what it is. You know, uh, that's how it would work. You'd have an oversized Sam Hain, uh, scarecrow hanging out. You could take pictures with it. And of course you would have a whole display for the crimson ghost. You know, you'd have the full crimson ghost, like costume and suit, you know, <laughs> BJ Savage says I'd be in for a brick or two. That's hilarious. That's really funny. That is really funny. Ron, Ron is in the house. Hey, Ron, you know who I bumped into? Uh, James S and uh, Jimmy D uh, at a, at a, you know what? And it was so funny. Cause it was just, I walked randomly went in and I saw both of them in there. And I just was like, I was just like, wow, what a small world. Um, So good evening tonight to you, Ron. People would be trying to steal the damn corner i mean what you would do is you really just have them in the gift shop that's what you would do uh power aid and wishbone ranch dressing of course of course yes as you can see that's the type of that's the type of collector i am like like having the wishbone dressing and for anybody who doesn't know why i'm referencing wishbone dressing i'm not going to sit here and explain it just watch the video there's a clip of of what I am talking about. That's right, Ron. We are not a glum lot. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Definitely need a dancing brick for my <laughs> for my bathroom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like right on the toilet tank behind you. That's my lucky dancing brick. You rub it for good luck. Everybody needs a lucky dancing brick in their house. It'd be perfect. It would be perfect. CBGB's uh, new store still has a Danzig promo poster framed in it. You're talking about the John Barbados store? Really? Huh. Um, <laughs> Danzig brick for my bathroom. Hey, what's up with these bricks? Oh, that, no, that, is, that is a Dan is this a Danzig brick. Yeah. Danzig bricks will become the new, they'll be they're the punk rock Fabergé eggs. <laughs> like, why doesn't the punk rock museum? Okay, here's a here's a great idea for a short film. Uh punk rockers on a quest. Ready? Um, punk rockers on a quest to steal one of Danzig's bricks from his yard to bring to the punk rock museum. It's like Indiana Jones. This belongs in a museum. <laughs> Danzig's like, what? Why did they care about my goddamn bricks so much? I don't get it. They're just fucking bricks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, EV, EV says, of course, Lodi needs a Misfits monument. Who would argue with that? I had a petition. I started a petition just for fun. And we got like 300 something signatures, you know, now combine it. Let's have the museum. We'll have the statue in the museum right outside of the museum brick inside the tank to save on water. Exactly. Exactly. That's how you do it. That's that's what you do. Um, so you could have that. And of course, there were. Oh, you know what there is? There's like it's like Vampira. Glenn, Jerry, and Doyle as like a cutout. It's like one of those 
photorealistic cutouts, like a like a stand. You know what I mean? Like you see them in museums, th- those sort of things. And then you can pose with it so you can actually take pictures with it. And of course, now we're going to get really silly, but there has to be a black cotton candy uh, maker. So you can get like black candy. <laughs> But it's cotton candy, but it's just like like black. It's it'd be perfect. If you actually um yes, okay, no, I do not want black licorice though. Let's make it a uh, blackberry black cotton candy. That's what I want. That would be perfect. That's what we would have. Um the next time, let me know the next time you have a position going. I'm a New Jersey born and bred resident. Okay. Okay, yeah. Fabergé egg with mini skull stamped brick. Sure, sure. It would just be this would this really would be so much fun. Of course, you'd have brains for dinner chili. You'd have like chili in a in a brain bowl. You'd have chili in a skull bowl instead of chili in a bread bowl <laughs> in the cafeteria. No, no, in in all reality, like I think that like Lodi Pizza would like either be a sponsor or you like do deliveries or something. I don't know. Um, if there ever was D- Dagger says if there ever was a monument of the band, it would have to be the Walk Among Us lineup based on that picture. I think like that would be great. I personally think that those guys would fight so much. I think that the only thing they'd ever be able to agree on in a way that makes sense would be like the crimson ghost in bronze, you know, that is true. Rocky does have a statue right in, in Philadelphia, up the steps, uh, up the steps. Yeah. Lodi is Lodi is a, a fun place to visit. And of course, Oh my God. Could you imagine all like the, the hot, like around Halloween time, like, it's just like, there's like an influx of visitors. People are like coming around, you know, it could be good, man. It could be good. You've like, uh, right with the bald googie head. Exactly. Exactly. It would be, it would be fun, man. <laughs> Your Rocky versus Xenomorph concept was based by the way. Yeah. I, you know, you know, that's the best. So the best thing about podcasting, and it actually relates to the topic, even though I'm about to go slightly off topic. My favorite thing about doing this, like this podcasting, it's like, it's stream of consciousness imagination. Like I'm never going to make a Rocky movie. I'm never going to make a misfit museum, but I can talk about it. And like it gets recorded and it's like this imagine it's like this imaginatory thing, this imagine imaginary imaginary Jeff it's this imaginary concept that like comes to life and it just I don't know man I just I really like that stuff so you know you can think of like the most like the most ridiculous things ever like Rocky going to space and of course he's gonna fight a xenomorph that looks like you know uh friggin uh uh Ivan Drago um yeah, it's documented and it's like and, you know, a great example of this is I've written a brand new screenplay called My Shadow. Which I plan to make into a feature length film in the future, my next narrative feature, uh, apart from other feature projects that some of you know about. And, um, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to actually shoot the script as is intended. And so what I've decided to do, what I'm currently, what's currently been in the works is I'm doing the, I'm doing it as a narrative play, an audio play online. So we're going to actually perform it for you live. And uh, I've enlisted some people to, you know, act out the characters and kind of like, again, like an old timey radio play right here on YouTube, where you're going to live stream the performance. And then no matter what changes I have to make to the script in order to make it practical to shoot it, I will at least know that like the original vision, the original concept uh, exists. It's like, it's this, it's this weird sort of thing that's on youtube i don't know if it'll stay on youtube we might do the performance then i might privatize it i don't know we'll see we'll see lots of exciting things john christ is coming up i i just i need to record the intro 
and then we'll get that out there for the YouTube Patreons for the Patreons and the YouTube members. We also have um, what else is coming? Uh, well, it's a couple things I can't really talk about right now, but uh, let's just say that uh, let's just say that the spoons are stirring, the pots are stirring, fingers are in pies as they should be. Uh, one thing that I can talk about is I have designed T-shirts, a, a T-shirt design. It's like it's a Frumis T-shirt. It's limited edition. And it's, of course, it's Misfits themed, duh. And basically what I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm going, it's a giveaway. And the way it works is if you live within the continental United States, and I'm thinking maybe if you're outside of the continental United States, you'll cover the shipping and handling because I cannot cover the shipping and handling outside the continental United States. I'm going to ask a trivia question and then you have to send an email to from mail at gmail.com down in the description. And the first person to answer correctly will get a free shirt and I will send it to you. You just give me your t-shirt size and then I'm going to put the order in with riotstickers.com. And uh, we'll get everybody's precise order. Again, I don't know how many shirts it is. It's going to be yet. And then we'll ship them out. I'll ship them out. But the uh, so the plan is that I will ask, like typically right now, I would ask a question. I'm still formulating the questions that I want to ask. And then we will begin. But in the meantime, I'm just going to keep talking about it. And I promise it's not going to be like the fiend pageant two that that we never completed i was asking we were, we had a we actually had a fit <laughs> i can't believe we you know we did a we did a uh a, a fiend it was a fiend devil lock pagentifuge is what it was we actually we were raiding devil locks we had a panel of judges and there was no prize didn't it was kind of stupid, and uh, it, I wanted to do a sequel, and it just it just didn't pan out, man. It just didn't friggin' pan out. Uh, nobody followed directions, and I don't know. But this is something that I'm really stoked on doing, and it's a way of you know sort of uh, giving out a freebie that I've been, you know I've been wanting to do that for a while, especially to all the people who've supported on this channel. I figure this would be a great way to sort of you know uh give back in that kind of way um there should be a no phones allowed room when you pay to watch and listen to all the rare unreleased misfits video and audio i mean you would have to okay so in my fiend museum you absolutely would have access to all the recordings that are that's how they would split the proceeds they would just have them available to listen in the friggin in the museum you could go and listen and watch and whatever. And yeah, you'd have to put your phone in a box or something where you couldn't, where you couldn't access it. Ema D says that would be perfect. I'm so over phones ruining experiences. Well, if you go, I, I assure you, if you go to a, or if you went to one of the previous Misfit shows, I think they stopped doing it. They made you put your cell phone in this like weird little sock thing. And of course, I was like, I just paid so much for this ticket. I'm not only they were like, give the sock thing back at the end. I was like, I'm not giving you this sock thing. This is like part of my experience of going to see the misfits. And I ripped that motherfucker open as soon as they made me put my phone in the thing. I ripped it open. <laughs> I still had my phone and I kept that sock. I did not give it back. I think they probably lost money on renting those or something. So it didn't it probably wasn't very financially worth it. Who knows? Who friggin' knows? Um, but that's really it, man. That's really it. I don't know what else to say. We kind of riffed on the idea. I just wanted to share that, put that out into the ether. Maybe someday it'll become a reality, man. Maybe there really is a space. You know, you, you, oh, you know what you would need though? You'd have a board of directors. You'd have to have it. You'd have to have like a local board of directors. You'd uh, like Franche Coma. He'd be like, he'd probably be one of the board of directors. He'd be on the board. You have a bunch of people on the board that like sort of oversee the, the museum and make it work. You have to do that too. Uh, Legacy, Walk Among Us, and Earth AD periods each need their own room. Rick Rubin is going to have to sponsor this thing. Well, we know that Glenn wouldn't do it, but Jerry would. 
I think Jerry would. Jerry would get behind this idea. I really think that. I really do. But you would need you would need so much cooperation from the town, like so much. That town would absolutely have to be on the same page, and maybe they're not. Like I, like I don't, I don't know exactly. You know who really to ask ask this would be? I mean, to at, you could ask Daggerlove, who lives in Lodi, or Robbie Bloodshed lives, you know, near Lodi. Like he he knows. Like these guys know. Um, what Lodi as like a whole, like we know that there are businesses within Lodi, like look at Lodi pizza, you know, we know that there are businesses within Lodi that love and embrace the misfits, but does Lodi as a whole really sort of understand the misfits and embrace the misfits and appreciate the misfits the way us diehard nerds do. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? He Jerry would be into it because he'd be like, for the kids. Let's do it for the kids. I mean, you have to think about it, man. You could have like, t- they'd have new t-shirts, new merch. And that's the thing. If the merch was unique to just the museum, you'd have to keep traveling to go back to pick up new merch because, of course, everybody has their misfit collections. I got to tell you, I saw in the seventh house, they have some really cool looking uh, ver- a color variance of the Danzig 777 and I might have to pull the trigger on the I don't know one of them was just looked absolutely irresistible to me you know um, so I don't know oh Rue brings up a good point when are you gonna do the Franche interview you did not miss it Rue you did not miss it in fact I texted Frank the uh, sorry, Franche, uh, the other week, and the ball is currently in his court. So, you know, what? maybe I will I will ping him again and see see what's up. I'll let him know. You know what I'll say? I'll say I'll say, hey, Franche, uh, people are clamoring. Where when are you coming back? When are you coming back? I will tell you, do have something. We do have a surprise planned, and I think it'd be a good one. That everybody is going to appreciate Oh, Dr. Locust, Carlton Locust is, is saying no. He doesn't want a fiend museum. Well, it's okay. It's not for you. It's for us. It's for the kids. For the kids. Um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I thank you. Thank you for bringing that up about Franche Coma. Let's, let's see what's up. Let's see what's up with uh, Frank and, and get that rolling again. Uh, all I know is, my system is beautiful right now, like beautiful, like, right? My, the picture is good. The audio is good. There's no, ah, 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 ah. like, everything is smooth as silk. Am I going to the Misfits gig as of right now? I am going to the Misfits gig. I'm going to the Misfits gig. And we're probably going to all have to hang out at the Misfits gig, right? That's probably going to have to happen. So tentatively, as of now, I am absolutely going to the Misfits gig as of right now. Nothing has changed. If something changes, I will be, I will communicate that. But right now I I have, I have horror business to attend to. So yes, (laughs) kind of wish it was happening in New York, but Hey, you take what you can get, right? You take what you can get. Um, what else is there anything else to uh is there anything else to peel dagger is going as well evie if evie can get a babysitter you'd like to go i mean i have a feeling it's a hometown show so i mean a lot of people are going to be there it's going to be a big show it's gonna be a big show and oh my god and friggin' morning noise is playing man Freaking morning noise. Like, how crazy is that? Like, what a great, that's such a, what an excellent, I got to tell you, I was really to the moon when I heard that morning noise was playing because, you know, it's fun to have all these bigger bands, but like, it's just friggin' nice that to like acknowledge, you know, the heritage, you know, you're doing a, a New Jersey show, have a friggin' New Jersey band. And, you know, I didn't do this the other day. Someone brought it up during the uh, Stellar Corpses show that we did recently. 
and I, it was it was inappropriate to discuss on that show. So I did not say nothing during that during that that show. But I'm going to say it here. I am so excited and happy for Robbie Bloodshed. I really am. You know, you guys have met Robbie on that. Some of you met him in real life. Some of you have seen him on this show. It's like it's just really unbelievable because I got to tell you, when I met Robbie and, you know, I hope he doesn't take this the wrong way. I keep bringing this up. It just makes it that much more incredible, though. But when I met Robbie, you know, he was like, I don't know, he was like 11 or 12 and he was like really into being a musician. He was really, you know, he was just starting out and he was playing music live. He was opening for, you know, these all these horror punk bands. And it's amazing to like watch him like grow and evolve and change. And like, you know, he's reached this, this amazing goal, like opening for his favorite band and a band that, you know, both on here and like privately, like just over the phone, just talking about a band that we love so much. It's just such a win. It's a win for all of us and it's a win for him. And I'm just, I'm ecstatic. I really am. I think it's, I think it's amazing. I think it's really, really amazing. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I really genuinely am. So as of right now, I am going, I am going. Um, hopefully nothing changes that in the near future, but yes, there, that is the, that is the uh, modus operandi. So and you want to know something, even if I wasn't going, like, I feel like I'd still have to like show up somehow in like the parking lot and just hang out, you know, just cause I feel like there's gotta be some kind of hangout. There's gotta be some sort of like session, right? Uh, maybe like, uh, maybe do like a live show in the parking lot. That would be kind of funny. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Oh, John, John's at John of doom is saying we're going to meet up before the show. I mean, we kind of like, we kind of have to, right? Uh, hell yeah. Hopefully I'll see you there. At least morning noise gig in May. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There is a, there is another mo morning noise gig in May for Steve's birthday. Ema is going, is going to the show. That's great. Can you get us gummy bear access? I don't know what that means. Milton. Thank you so much for the pair character cheerfully blowing up a party horn support. I really appreciate the support for the channel. Thank you. Um, I think it's in June. Rue, I his he's born his birthday is in June, I think. Um, Robbie is so good as their singer. Much love for Robbie. Yeah, it's gonna be great, man. It's gonna be great. We're gonna have fun. It's gonna be a good friggin' time. It's going to be a really, really good time. It will. It will. Uh, so I don't know. Is there anything else that needs to be covered in this moment? It's 1130 and I have to wake up super early in the morning. I know I always say that, but it's only because it's only because it's true. You know, uh, it's like awesome for Robbie. It's like skating with your favorite professional skaters. It's just like, dude, it's just a really, it's just a great little, it's just a wonderful thing. It just, it's great. I, it really is. And you know who else I want to, I, I also want to shout out uh, Bob, Rob, Robbie Bloodshed's dad, Bob, who like, you know, he like showed his son all this stuff, you know, just cause he like, you know, he came from the town, he's a fan and, you know, introduced his son to this stuff. And like now, like now his son is opening for the misfits. I mean, he must be, his heart must be swelling with such pride. Like, I mean, God, like how exciting that must be for him. So I'm really happy for Bob as much as I am happy for Rob. Because I just know, I got to imagine, I got to imagine how over the moon he must be over that, truly. Um. I don't think I got anything else to say. Like I said, keep your eyes peeled for everything that's coming as always. Uh, and please jo join us for the, join us for my shadow. Join us for my shadow. I know it's not misfits. I know, listen, nobody cares about what I do here when it's not misfits stuff in general, but like, you know, some of you do, some of you, some of you like the other stuff, check it out, check it out. You might like it. You might, I'm not saying do it. I'm not asking you to do it. I'm just saying like, you know, if, if you, if it, if you see it, come on when you're like on YouTube, if you happen to see it, 
like pop your head in, say hello, be like, oh, what's this all about? Just see what it's about. Why? I mean, no reason. It's not like this is not the be all end all. That's not the, the final goal. The final goal is to shoot another feature length film, but it's just a fun thing. It's a fun thing that does not involve the things that we do for fun always around here. So I don't know. Be safe. Like Rue Morgue always says, I always say peace and hair grease, but Rue always says be, and he says, he doesn't say be good and be safe. He says, be cool and be safe. I think and cough, cool, whichever <laughs> like foodie, foodie confidential. Oh my God. Did I see ever see the second episode of Dave Vanian's dark screen? The second episode was pretty good. I don't know what that is. What is that? Thank you. I'm glad you would check it out. I'm glad you would check it out that it, it, I'm telling you, it's going to be a good time. If you like weird, obscure, quirky, like, you know, midnight movie fair, then you will appreciate it. You will appreciate what my shadow is. It takes place in the same world as David Lynch's Eraserhead. Okay. So you will. Oh, it's on YouTube. Okay. I'll check that out. The Dave Vanian thing. All right. I'm going to take us out with the Patreon. We'll be back. I might do. Okay, so I'm seeing Evil Dead tomorrow night. I'm going to do a review on Evil Dead. So anybody who's an Evil Dead fan will be back for that. And we'll probably have a couple other little things this week. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. We shall see. Going to do the Patreon. Goodbye. Hey, guys. What's going on? It's Jeff. So I've decided to make a Patreon. What is Patreon? I don't know how to define a Patreon. Let me look it up. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it very easy for creators to get paid for the things that they're already creating. I want to do it full-time. I want this to be my full-time job. In my efforts to make that happen, I've set up this platform. Is it going to work? Is it going to be successful? I don't know, but I would rather try and crash and burn than not try at all. The goal is to create enough passive revenue so that I can continue to do this full-time uninterrupted. Why? Because I love to do this. I love creating content. I love making videos. I love shooting films. I love doing podcasts. In case you couldn't tell, I love to talk and I never shut the fuck up. <laughs> so right now I've kept the Patreon incredibly simple. There's two tiers and that may change in the future. The Murdergram is a simple way to extend support for all of the hours and hours of free content on the channel for nothing more than a dollar. 38 cents goes to Patreon. What's a buck 38, eh? It's less than a cup of coffee. But it's a great way that you can show support for very little effort. When you divide that dollar 38 by the hours and hours and hours of time spent listening to this endless drivel of content, the dollar cost average works out. Next up is the YouTube casualty for $6.66. And... <laughs> the YouTube casualty is loaded to the gills. Enjoy the archive ad-free as well as ad-free early access to special docu-style podcast videos, music reaction commentaries, and the like a month before they drop on YouTube, loaded with ads, I might add. You're also going to get exclusive content and behind-the-scenes content that is not available on YouTube or anywhere else. So you get to peek behind the veil. And believe me, there's a couple of choice pieces. Most of all, more than anything, whether you join the Patreon or not, I just want to thank each and every one of you that comes to the channel, that watches all the shows, that leaves comments, that participates that subscribes, that's really the most important thing. This is just trying to find a way to earn a living as an artist. And with that, thank you for my TED Talk. Join the Patreon, because we need you! 66 cents.